This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Grapple fans, Armitage Smith once again ringside for an hour's worth of excitement and entertainment here at the Paranoid School Palatial Palace, where two falls, two submissions, or a knockout will decide the winner of this evening's bout.
Just the world of sport on a Saturday afternoon. And Ken Walton. I hope he's still alive. Uh, Motorhead and the title track from their fifth, as we don't count on parole, as an official album. Legitimate companion record, yes. Official, no. And last, to feature the classic Three Amigo lineup of Lemmy, Filthy Phil and Fast Eddie. Now, in 10, 20, even 30 years' time, if a group of musicians got together and decided to form a band and call themselves Motorhead, Words would be said. Obviously, there is a finite number of band names to be had. So, I would like to think that before a band settles on a name, they do a bit of research. Make sure it hadn't already been taken. So, my small little beating heart did a little bit of a skip when I was offered a new album by God. Now, God were a rock and roll outfit from Melbourne that was uh, a going concern from about 1986 to uh, 1989, producing two kick-ass recordings that'll be the mini album rock is hell and the full length um for uh, lovers only uh, before going their separate ways an album of unreleased material or a live gig i surmised god are not a multi-layered progressive christian metal band this is god <laughs>
that was God and my pal. Except no substitute. The same goes for Death Wish. Although I wasn't fooled by the so-called doppelganger, as I'm still chums with former Death Wish drummer and ace tattoo artist Brad Sims. So in the unlikely event of Dave, Brad, John and Stu producing new material, I think I know about it. Thursday, the band put together by two of the founding members of the Queer Boys, that'll be Guy Bailey and Chris Johnston, are all set to release a brand spanking new vinyl six-track mini LP called Nomad on the 31st of August. Now, Guy was also the founding member of the Peckham Cowboys, who arguably could be filed into the same category as the Choir Boys, but are more used car salesmen than a home-wrecking, heartbreaking gypsy soul. However, even with a name like Thirsty, the band have travelled in a slightly different direction, as you will hear as I play Mercury Rising from the aforementioned Nomad. version will be out a few weeks after the vinyl so 
The waiting is over. Well, not for who's supporting the damn this autumn. Still waiting on that one. But we now know that the Michael Munro band will be supporting the MC50 on three of their four UK dates this November. Not you, Bristol. Fortunately, I, along with Exeter purchased tickets for the Shepherd's Bush Empire date as soon as it was announced that Wayne Kramer, Brendan Canty, Marcus Durant, Billy Gould, who replaced his original choice of Doug Pinnock and Kim Earl, were celebrating 50 years of the MC5. Unlike the squirrel, who had to scramble around for a ticket, which obviously secured. When the... Uh, MC50 Anniversary Tour was first announced. We were informed that Dennis Machine Gun Thompson would be playing at selective dates. However, I don't think yes. And after Wayne was quoted to have said, sometimes you receive iconic status by being the last man standing, with Dennis calling bullshit that he was very much alive, I don't think we will. in Detroit for a song and indeed a band remember on Sunday's show I mentioned that I'd picked up an album by David A. Brick on the strength of a link posted on former rock radio UK DJ Eddie Trelaw's Facebook page you do? That's great. Well, Eddie has done a bit of a matchmaking, hooking up myself and a band from Detroit called The Painted Dogs that consists of Zoe on drums, Dylan bass and 
Spanky on guitar and vocals. The band pretty much let the music do the talking. as all their info from their anti-social pages. It's basically just, we're a punk band. The band have two records for us to enjoy. June 2016's four-track EP, Vibrator. And they just released Live Fast, Die Young full-length album. When I say just released, I mean June. There does seem to be a self-titled affair from May 2016 on their Bandcamp site, but unfortunately, this consists of their cover artwork. Whilst listening to Live Fast, Die Young, I'm reminded in places of the Misfits, especially in the vocal department. Listen to their cover of Be My Baby and tell me otherwise. I'm sure you will. From the album, and indeed the EP, this is Amen. Finally 
Well, as listening to my own radio show, purely for quality control, you understand? Great music, crap, DJ. I also find time to listen to The Henry Rollins Show on KCRW. For those of us who are able to listen in live, Henry's show is available to download on the Rollins Archive website, and more recently, Podbean. Anyway, every August, he dedicates a whole show to punk. Last Sunday was the day where we were submerged into two hours of that particular genre. As you'd expect and hoped all the normal suspects were represented. However, towards the end of the first hour was the Bernie Torme Band and Street Fighter from the Live at the Vortex LP that came out in 1977, with Henry claiming that he knew nothing about Bernie or the Bernie Torme Band before moving swiftly on to the next record. I was stunned, if not outraged, that someone as learned as Henry knew nothing about Bernie. I was expecting and looking forward to hearing his thoughts on the man who's played with Ian Gillen, Ozzy Osbourne, Dee Snyder, even Phil Lewis. Sadly, since Henry's faux pas in criticising Robin Williams for committing suicide, something that he has publicly admitted was wrong and apologised for, his email only receives pre-approved messages. So, I'm unable to give Henry a chapter and verse. You, dear listener, of course, like me, know all about Mr Torme, such as the other track on the Vortex LP, being Living for Kicks.
It looks like Bernie is planning on writing his autobiography next year, which is going to be essential reading for all of us. Talking of autobiographies, I'm just about finished Slim Jim Phantoms. Now, I'm not a big Stray Cats fan. I know all the hits and who's in the band. But as for albums, I don't actually own any. However, the bio is a great read. No dirt dishing. We don't know why his relationships fail or indeed work. Or why does Stray Cats split or take a break? Nor does the story warrant it. Slim just takes us through a adventure to adventure pinching himself along the way that a boy from Brooklyn is friends with Rolling Stones married to a film star and playing the music of his dreams here's Slim Jim talking about Rumble in Brighton Rumble in Brighton was definitely a reaction to to um to a newspaper article that we had seen in one of the one of the weekly music mags that made its way over to the states we heard about a a war a street fight a rumble between Teddy Boys and uh, uh, um, Skinheads. And for us, we were looking for any rock and roll action. We thought the whole thing was cool. The Skinheads were cool. The Teddy Boys were cool. The Punk Rockers were cool. So the idea that it was a like almost like a staged fight, Teds in drape coats and Skinheads with their uh, boots and boots and braces, uh, we just thought it was a cool thing. And nobody that we knew knew anything about it and all all this is one wrong long island and, and brian's little apartment and he and i just got our heads together and thought this is the coolest thing let's write a song about this and try to kind of tell everyone about it and you know maybe we'll we'll gather a few uh you know haircuts along uh along our way if we could have rounded up five or six rockabillies and three or four skinheads we would have had a rumble on jones beach but um but we were the only ones so this song is totally like us giving a rock and roll news account of the of a story that we saw Go, cat, go! Their battle cry will 
I guess for a die-hard Stray Cat fan, it's all the warts and all version that is required. I'm the same with the Damned. You know, the two biographies, Barry Hutchinson, the unofficial The Chaos Years, and Kieran Tyler smashing it up a decade of chaos with the Damned. I wanted to know it all. Uh, I didn't realise until it was too late, but Kieran did a Q&A up at the Dublin Castle yesterday, and that was the 16th of August, future and non-rock radio UK listeners, for the book uh, with the uh, London SS opening proceedings. I've got a feeling that Bernie's, fortunately, isn't going to be littered with sensationalism. Although, as a fan, I want to know what producer Nick Torben's was in his pack lunch on the second day of recording, Turn Out The Lights. Compare and contrast. Not had one of them for a while. Sticking with a Bernie connection. Last week, I said that I didn't know when Ratscape's Paul Gray played live together last. Was it when they, and the aforementioned Bernie, played with René Berg at the Marquis in Chain Cross Road or on one of those farewell reunion shows of the early 90s? Finding out the damn date was easy, thanks to the uh, White Rabbit SKGS Co.UK webpage that lists all the damn gigs, along with their sets and personnel uh, finding out when Rene played the marquee not so easy obviously i tried google to no avail but uh, what i did discover on Rene's uh, wikipedia page is that it's been noted that the darknesses i believe in a thing called love bore a striking resemblance to rob the bank from the leather the loneliness and your dark eyes let's find out <laughs>
is close, isn't it? In the end, I asked Bernie himself if he could remember when he played with Rene. He was 91, as did the squirrel. Thanks once again to White Rabbit SKGS, co.uk, and the associated band page that I failed to notice first time around. We now know that the date was... The 30th of May 1992, meaning that was, until last Friday, the last time Rat and Paul Gray shared a stage. Also, last Friday was the first time Paul had ever played the 100 Club. Yeah, I was shocked as well. More new music and Jonesy, those sick bubblegum rockers from Montreal, have produced a new single that will make you want to shower immediately after the needle has returned to your stereo's cradle. Tracking question features Ramona Tornado, who apparently wants to sit on your face. Well, she'll get no argument from me.
streaking from Canada to the Southern Hemisphere and South Africa, where we find four King A's, be careful, uh, who have just released two new EPs, making it up as we go, and extras, remixes, whatever, which basically says what it does on the tin. Making it up features five new tracks and a re-recording of Gotta Get It Right, which originally appeared on the band's 2017 album, Never Aim To Please. All three releases are free to download from the band's Bandcamp site, so you've got no excuse. For your consideration, this is Got To Get Away. record time and a product that doesn't feature the hip ridge yeah i know if you've got a heart condition tonight show might just push you over the edge on the 20th of september retrovox records will be issuing a 10 inch called demolition derby or is that derby that will feature four bands who will contribute two songs apiece first band up are scumbag millionaire with time after time and ride it out here's time after time that I was gutted wasn't a cover of the Cindy Lauper song of the same name.
And number two are Black Gremlin from Italy, who I'd not heard of before, but on the strength of Alpha People, I shall be seeking out more from them ASAP. <laughs> from Italy are band number three in the shape and form of King Mastino who I am familiar with their two tracks are Another Kind of Love and this one Cheap Souls for Nothing Nothing. Just for nothing. 
No means least are demons, don't forget the speech marks either side of their name, to avoid confusion with others. As well as homosexual and amen, we can expect them backing up Jeff Dahl on Ghost Highway Records for the On the Streets and In Our Hearts release. In the meantime, here is Hemisexual taking us into Saturday. Until Sunday, take it easy. (laughs) 